ayy, what you want, uh, what it is, ayy, what you want, uh, what it is, ayy, Louis V on my belt and on her hips, ayy, Louis V on the brass if I got oh, kids, what's good, what's happening, we back, brand new episode of Three's from the Ring, if you watch us on YouTube, this is the wrestling past of the, of Three's from the Ring, if you're listening to us, you know what it is, this is Three's from the Ring podcast, you know, but, since this is just a wrestling portion, nothing major has really gone on. And just a part of me feels like Daytra has not been watching wrestling. It's just me and Tyler. So, <laughs> with that said. Yo. Huh? No, I was just saying yo to the people. Oh, okay. That sounded like Daytra. That's all I want to say. <laughs> this man just sat there and said, no, I'm here. <laughs> man popped up like Sammy did. <laughs> just said, "No, <"Nah>, I'm here." <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So you know what it is. Tyler's here. But follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring, Three S from the Ring. Uh, even though Twitter is slowly becoming a very ha- having the slowest funeral of all time, still follow us on there. Follow our basketball wrestling takes. Watching us on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you think. Join the conversation. Subscribe. Above all, share. Let your people know that you rock with us. One person know, that person gonna tell another person. And we go from there, G. Send the links directly. We appreciate that. And, of course, if you listen to us, whether it's on SoundCloud, Apple Pod, Spotify, make sure, make sure, I'm telling y'all, make sure. You do the same thing. Subscribe, share, all of that good shit. But let's go ahead and get right into this this week's show. Um, we are well into the road to WrestleMania. Uh, and the next upcoming premium live event, which is still an adjustment for me to even say, instead of pay-per-view, we are heading into Elimination Chamber. So with that being said... Um, Card is pretty much set at this point. Would you say, Tyler? Card yeah, is pretty much I would set. say because I don't think they're, they're doing anything with the uh, the Intercontinental Championship at Elimination Chamber because they're having a match for the, the uh, belt on this upcoming Friday. Yeah, no, I think it's this Friday. Oh, okay. So you're gonna be having Friday. it good. People don't talk about this enough. We Gunther only defends the belts on pay per views if it's worth if the opponent's worth it. <laughs> Man, it knows his worth. Yeah, knows he's not his putting that, he's not putting that belt up again until maybe. Yeah, like yeah, but we'll get to that uh shortly and all of that. But before we But as far as yeah, as far as the uh elimination chamber car, I believe everybody's set for the uh for the US title chamber match. The women's chamber match is set. Yeah. Roman versus Sammy. And uh I think we're getting Edge and the grit couple versus uh Rhea and either Rhea and Finn or Rhea and Damien. I think it's no Damien's in the chamber, so it's Rhea Oh and no, no yeah yeah Finn. Rhea Finn I think. But yeah, so we'll um, see what thing but we'll we'll go oh, in the car. Bobby Oh Bobby yeah. and Brock. Bobby and Brock. They're supposed to be having a contract signing for the match tomorrow. Well, we'll get into I'll get into that specifically because I wanted to say something about that, but we'll get into that, you know, after. Yeah, once uh, we get into the card, but I just since we didn't really record since it's been a, yeah, we it's been a we missed like last week, so 
But we're pretty much well into it's established Roman versus Sammy at Elimination Chamber. On top of that, we have Cody versus Roman at WrestleMania. You got a lot of people saying really dumb things, saying maybe that Roman, that you can't just end Sammy and Roman after Montreal. You got some people saying no. Cody needs to switch with uh, Sammy and a lot of other little takes in regards to that. I get it. Is this the hottest storyline in wrestling? Yes. But you guys are trying so hard to change tradition. That man won his run won the Rumble. He is the biggest face of the company who isn't Sammy at the moment. And we're talking about just being legit the biggest face of the company. He's everywhere. And you're telling me. And you're telling me. Oh, because you guys cheer and like the bloodline storyline so much, which I agree. It's a very great storyline. But you guys not even giving this new storyline a chance to even grow and happen where we're slowly getting things by the way slowly slowly because we had that first promo he had with cody and paul Heyman on last monday was that was that was decent bro. fire good start you're, promo you're, wise. you're starting something right there and then and but on top of that people are forgetting this sammy in the bloodline situation the biggest few, and I think people was actually saying this, and I probably was saying it as well. It's technically was supposed to be Jay versus Sammy, supposed to be the inroad of this. Exactly. Or at least, if they, I'm going to say this Jay, Jay versus Sammy is something that we need. Obviously, we get Roman, Roman and Sammy at the chamber and everything. I think for if if anything, it puts it puts Sammy, it puts Sammy, Sammy's place with this storyline at like at a hold. You know, at least as far as in terms of him and Roman going back and forth. Because I don't I don't think this is the last time we're gonna see him and Roman go at it either. I, they, they might go at it again sometime after maybe. But I don't. I feel like people at this point are just kind of nitpicking because. It's been, it's been on point. It hasn't been a drop off in the storyline at all. People are saying it like as if it's just being dropped off. Like it's gonna have to take a, take a backseat to the Mania match. It has to. Yeah, it's, and this no, the thing. No way around it. Yeah, and this the thing. I wouldn't even say a backseat because Sammy's still gonna get a, a spot against the Bloodline at Mania more than likely. And it might, it might main event night one. <laughs> it could. I I actually. I was gonna say that too. It could. <laughs> the bloodline, if it's not Roman main event in both nights, the bloodline is main event in both nights. That's, exactly. that's, that's gotta happen, I believe. Like, well, there's like, no other big matches that's bigger than that. Exactly. Like you may have the the angry women of the women wrestling fans who only watch women watch WWE for women's wrestling get upset because why isn't Bianca or Rhea getting that, but I'm like, I'm sorry, 
like for one, we don't even know who Bianca's face. Well, Bianca Oscar probably gonna beat it, but it might be Oscar. It, it makes the most sense. But it's not but built. It's that's not, not that. It's not like how. Yeah, it's not even. It's not built like how. Yeah, it's not even built as big as Becky and Bianca was. Exactly, and Becky Bianca arguably should have main evented. Arguably, could have main evented night one. I think it was in. It was in night one, right? Yeah, yeah, that was in night one. That that should have main evented night one. If we're being honest, but well, it should have main evented. But it's but okay. It should have been the real main event before Stone Cold. <laughs> That's what it's that right. Like. If it was, if there was no Stone Cold match. I definitely believe it would have main evented. Yeah, it so, was a really. It turned out to be a really good match. That was a great match. And then people also forget as if Bianca also didn't already main event. Uh, wasn't the first true woman's main event for Mania two years ago against Sasha. Exactly. So it's just like, look. And then I'm going to say this too. It's, it's like, it can't just be, okay, we're going to give the, the women the main event just because they, you know, just because they're there. If they're, if the match or the storyline is deserving of it, then yeah, of course they would put they would probably put it in that spot. Exactly. But right now, neither of the women's storylines are are nowhere near in the stratosphere of the bloodline storyline, or even the tag, or even the uh, impending tag team storyline. Like it's just it's not there, and that's, it's okay that it's not there because I'm pretty sure there's still going to be some. That both matches are still going to be fired. Yeah, and then the storyline depending how. The storylines go, you they can still pick up, but it's just you know. But either way, and it's based on what's hot. It's always been based on what's hot. And regardless, you put plenty of time into the bloodline every fucking week. They're going. (laughs) It is what it is. But but either way, my point in all of it is the real end game for Sammy in the bloodline was supposed to be always Jay. Now, I'm not, like, even Roman's fighting Sammy because he's pissed off the fact he didn't listen to him. But we're forgetting the true person who was the most hurt here. And despite how Jay played it off on SmackDown this past week, Jay is still the most hurt. He hated this man from the get-go. Then proceeds to be like, oh, he showed his worth. This is my ooze on the real, you know. To right. then seeing that this man betrayed his family and he's lost and confused emotionally. To the point he ran off on his family and made sure, for one, he looked out for his brother. But he still walked out on his family. Made Roman send his brothers to look for him. Made Roman spend good money on steak and shoot sushi. <laughs> so, with that all being said, Jay is arguably the most hurt. Roman's the most pissed off, which he is now. Right, and he's going to take that. Always been the most emotionally invested in this whole thing. Exactly. It would. It would. The crime of this whole storyline for this to not be a Jay Uso Sammy match in some capacity that would exactly. be the real crime. Egg freaking exactly, which is why when we get to the match itself, which we're about to transition to shortly, is going to be what it's supposed to be. Sammy's real end game is Jay, is not Roman. 
Roman is like the is like the the bonus boss fight that he's getting before he gets to the real boss for him. Exactly. It's like I'm trying exactly. to think what fighting game was it where you get a the, the secret boss. He unlocked this secret boss fight with Roman. That's the best description. Sammy, that matter I'm naming the episode that. Sammy unlocked the secret boss fight. <laughs> yep. So, people need to look at it and realize it is what it is because co- you're not. I'm, you're this thing. You're not changing shit. Like you could have make. You can make it a triple threat, but how are you going to make it make sense? I wouldn't even do that again because it's not like how it was with the Edge Daniel Bryan situation. Mm-hmm. It's and it's not even like Kofi and Daniel Bryan either. Exactly. Or when Benoit won the uh when Benoit won that main I mean run at uh Rumble. Right, he won the Rumble match, so he earned his spot. It's just that Shawn Michaels and Triple H, Triple H, H had a few at the time. Yeah, so they were, and that, they there's were a difference. That was going to be in that match regardless. Yeah, and there's a difference. That was a blood feud. Sammy and Roman is not necessarily the blood feud. It's more of Sammy and Jay is really the blood feud. Exactly. Once they really get into it for real. That's the real blood feud here. Now, if I still would have preferred that Jay and Sammy happen at Elimination Chamber, but I get you can't go to Canada and not have Roman Reigns have a match. And if you want to continue drawing elite heat on that nigga, you need to make sure that he murders that man. Simple. My my prediction for it is that Jay is going to be, Jay, all all the heat is going to get shifted to Jay because he's going to come out and hit that man with the brass knuckles so he can kick the hell out of him. It ain't going to be no brass knuckles. He's going to kick that man head to, uh, He's the one that's gonna be some major heat. Yep. That, and like it's confirmed, confirmed that Jimmy cannot step foot in Canada at all. They, yeah, they, I, I they just, didn't go to SmackDown yeah. this week. Yeah, so it's just but Jay can't. I think Jay's still good. But and plus Yeah, Jay's gonna be there. Yeah, so either way, I think Jay's Jay is straight because I think he's been in Canada before. It's just Jimmy is just fucked. Outright fucked. Um they got to talk to the uh the Canadian Canadian uh what's it Min- called it Min- ministry or whatever the heck they call it. it's something like yeah, that they want they want to, to talk to them and be like look he cool no he, he cool. ain't cool the man drives <laughs> drunk so just don't let him drive but um <laughs> can't trust that man with a bottle but, uh, but yeah like this is gonna be the the culmination of this match to set up the mania match is gonna be it's gonna be perfect. It's just gonna be like the same the same feeling that the end of the Royal Rumble gave us. Is how this elimination chamber match is gonna be? I, I believe. Yeah, definitely agree. Um, but yeah, but overall, let Cody have his moment, G. Yeah, and also the people just lying once again. These these these. The, uh, the a lot dirt of fake Cody fans out here too. Yeah, I know it is a lot of fake Cody fans, but it is what it is with that. I'm just giving Cody his flowers because he's really showing like, hey, I should have been that nigga, and I'm giving him his flowers for that. Um, yeah, and then it's like 
you would think as much as people clamored for him last year, now you don't want him to have his spot that he he was earning. If he didn't get hurt, he was gonna earn this spot regardless. Yeah. Pretty much. And probably by we probably wasn't gonna get Roman Brock. It was supposed to be probably Cody versus uh Roman at SummerSlam last year. I mean last year, so Probably. Well no, it was supposed to be Orton, but remember Orton got well, his back exploded even before that, so it was just like, well. But um. But yeah, I feel like Cody Duck. He earned his spot, and he's gonna earn his way. He's gonna show that he was meant to be in this match. Now exactly. I do. I had to be honest, OG. I think Cody's gonna get the belt, but I don't know if it's gonna be at made. I really don't. It's so hard to envision Roman losing now. It really is. Like, you can try to throw it in there. Because they're already kind of throwing his, like, Roman, you know, he's he's starting to look shaky. He's starting to look like he's off his game. Cause he's too invested and worried about his family and stuff like that. But he's still Roman, dude. Yeah. And I feel like they, I do feel like they might actually want him to, uh, they want him to break that thousand days. They want him to hold it to a thousand days. I think that might be around money in the bank. So that what's that May? Gee, that I mean, is not May, long, bro. You have you, to wrap this up. <laughs> you have to you wrap do, it up. You do, but you got to do it in a way. Cause that's why I, you, like, gee, you have to immediately put the titles after you get, after you get it off. Like just do that shit the next night. I'm a firm believer. And this has been my theory. I think you remember me saying this. Probably even last year when they first put the belts, both belts on Roman. This is my way. If you want both belts, you have to beat him twice. Which is why they were throwing the idea around of him defending the belt twice. But I don't think that they're doing that. I know. But like that's why I'm like, gee, if you want both belts, you need to beat me twice. Put that in contract writing. That would be hilarious. That would be like hilarious as hell. Where you fight them twice in the same night, or you do like a two out of three falls match or something. Even then. But no, you, to get the other belt, you have to beat them a separate night, which is hilarious. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like you have to set that up very, very delicately, too. Yeah. But we'll see where things go because. Because supposedly the draft is immediately after um, Mania. So it might be like a couple weeks afterwards. So in that case, you will probably have to find a way to split the belts up. Um, But anyway, let's go ahead and preview Elimination Chamber. Um, uh, First, mixed mixed tag match, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Finn and Rhea Ripley. Uh... I'm giving it to Finn and Rhea Ripley. Yeah, I think it's going to go Finn and Rhea solely to keep... Well, Rhea has to look strong as she Rhea goes... Rhea has to look strong. Yeah, she has to keep looking strong as she goes against Charlotte soon. Uh, so she has to look like a menace. By the way, I'm going to say this. Rhea's going to transition over to SmackDown. She's going to bring Dom, Dominic with her. her. Yeah, but like just so she could focus on, you know, what's her name, Charlotte. Right, but, that makes sense. And then, yeah. then so, that does make sense for her to bring Dom along. Cause this, yep. 
we we got to get Ray versus Dom at Mania at this point. They got to exactly. go ahead and pull that trigger. So that's how I feel. That's about to go in regards to that. So just to set up both of those situations. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think Judgment they do win this match. Um, especially since and that also sets up the possible Edge versus Finn Balor hell in hell. Look, if that rumor is true, G, especially if we get the Diamond Demon in Bala. <laughs> we, streets need that, man. Streets need that. Uh, next, women's Elimination Chamber match to be the number one contender to a Bianca Belair. Um, we have Oscar, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel, Natalia, Carmella. I uh, think it's Oscar, but I think Raquel could win this match too. Because I think whoever, I think whoever other two that Bianca faced, I think this is going to be the match, the the mania match where she got to put somebody over. I feel if you look, Bianca in her first two manias has had Sasha, where she main evented. A, a arguable match of the night with with uh Becky last year. She it has to be somebody on that same level, which is it has yeah. to be Oscar. More than likely Oscar. If you want to be bold, Raquel, but I don't want to watch that match. I really don't. It don't. It don't scream WrestleMania Hollywood. I mean, that's, yeah, that's no offense to Raquel. It's just she and needs then, to be healed again for one. I yeah, think that that would be the thing again. with that. She has to be healed again. But this is my thing with Oscar. You 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 wouldn't bring her back. You wouldn't make her look so strong. You wouldn't give her, her this whole new looking gimmick unless you know full well. And then also, you're not advertising this as the most dangerous version of Oscar. Unless you're about to sit here and say, this is Bianca's real biggest challenge and all of that. And then, if you wanted Bianca to lose, that's fine. Because I'm not mad at her losing to Asuka. And they have to make right for making Asuka lose to Charlotte years ago. Exactly. So, in regards to that, I think Asuka is the most... And then I think this will be... Has she had it for a whole year yet? It'll be a year, I think a couple weeks or two after uh, Mania. So still long enough. I think she she's uh she can start a she can start another a run without the belt. She needs another yeah. run without the belt. Like literally, she had literally, she she has looked like Superwoman most of this goddamn run, and she's probably up there in terms of. Of career days holding a championship too, mm-hmm. like so. Bianca's in a safe place where it's like she don't need the belt. And then arguably, if you want to be bold, extremely bold, send her ass over to uh SmackDown with Charlotte. That's all that's left for her. And Rhea, we still need that Rhea versus Bianca. Yeah, they definitely gonna have to. They definitely gonna have to split the spread the wealth though, because Smack. SmackDown needs it, but taking away Bianca. Well, you still got Becky. You still got Bailey on Raw. You mm-hmm. still got a couple other uh, up and comers coming up too. Yep. So it could work. 
it could work. I could I could see them doing that, putting Bailey, Rhea, and and Charlotte on the same roster, on the same uh, roster. That'd be cool. Yeah, like it depend, Like I said, we're depends. still getting Bianca versus Rhea Ripley at some point this year. It has to happen. That has to happen though. Um, but anyway, uh, but yeah. So I think also I'm gonna just throw this dark horses. Liv Morgan. Yeah, dark horse. Yeah. And then you turn Bianca Hill. Yeah, I think that's another thing that could happen this year, too. I think she could end up turning heel at some point. Yeah, give her a heel run. Like, uh, okay, we just lost Tyler. With that being said, um, should I pause? No, with that said, yeah, we'll see where things go. But I think Liv Morgan versus Bianca would be a solid Mania match, especially if, oh, okay, we got Tyler back. Oh, cool. Hell happened to you, bro. My bad. The feds came and got you. Something like that. Something like that. All right. Anyway, moving on. The Elimination Chamber match for the United States uh, Championship. Uh, Austin Theory, Seth Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and Montez Ford is in here. So. This is going to be a fun one. This is going to be a fun chamber. Yeah, this is gonna be a really good match. Uh, I believe Austin Theory may, uh, retains, or you be bold here, be really bold. Damian Priest wins. Yeah, I actually said I think if if anybody should get it out of this match, it should be Damian Priest because I think somebody in the Judgment Day, other than Rhea, I think she somebody needs a belt on them. Yeah. Especially going into Mania. I feel like one of them needs it. Uh, I just don't know what you do with... Unless you know for sure Cena is coming up. <laughs> That's the... You need to know for a fact that Cena is coming at Mania to work with Theory. I really hope so. I really been wanting that match to happen. Yeah. But if not... If you if he was to lose, it would be to Damian Priest. Uh, but if not, I think Theory retains. Seth, you just put him in the match because you need to have Seth on the card, and you got to keep him busy until uh, Logan Paul decides to pop back up on TV. Gargano's here to be. See, the I don't course. have a problem. Not to not to segue no, too much, but I don't have a problem with with them doing Seth versus versus Logan Paul. I just hate that it's more likely gonna be at Mania. Nothing wrong with it being at Mania. This is a unique. That's your celebrity match. I know, but it's, it's only because it's Seth. Yeah, but Seth versus Logan Paul. Who you gonna trust? Seth. Exactly. You trust Seth to work, even though we seen Roman working, and that was one of his best matches last year. But. You want Seth to have pretty much a, as close to a created wrestler match with Logan Paul as you can. Like That's what you're going to get. And it's going to be huge for Seth because all it's going to do is increase his star, super, his, 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 his star value. So, but yeah. Um, but anyway. I did wish that, that the chamber match 
if they was gonna have a championship match at the chamber, I really did wish Gunther would have been able to to run his uh run fades in the chamber. Yeah. I think the main issue is it's not that really many legit challenges on SmackDown though. Yeah, that's that's something else they gotta fix with the draft. Yeah, because SmackDown's mid card is cool, mid-card. but once you put Sheamus and Drew in this in a tag team, you were like, fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, got. but yeah, um, but yeah. So overall, we'll see where that goes. Um, but yeah, I think it's theory either retains or it's Damian Priest. Montez may show out in this match though, but um, yeah, I, he's solely in this match to really show out. For, yeah, so for real, for real. But yeah, so um, this is I think it's theory. I think theory retains though. So. Um, yeah, I'm gonna roll with theory too. Uh, Bobby um, versus uh Bobby versus Brock. Um, yeah, Bobby versus Brock. A part of me feels like, and this is gonna probably piss people off because they probably want this feud to end, but I think this ends in a no contest. I think so too. I was thinking that it might not even end up being a full length match anyway. I feel like this is gonna be like the the filler to set up like a a, a legit a legitimate fight for the two at Mania. Because they've been talking about they might throw them in a fight pit. Match with them. Put them in a fight pit. What's it? Yeah, fight pit would be cool. Yeah, put them in a fight pit. I think that'll be a really or plot twist. Maybe they the ones that end up with the hell in the cell match at Mania. I, Brock don't. Brock ain't gonna work no work no elimination. Cause have they ever had two different cage match type cage matches at a uh, at a at a show before? It's very rare that they even give cage matches, let alone Hell in the Cells at Mania. It's really rare now. So you might get a cage match, but even then, like if they're gonna do, mm, I I think that they get one more face. It's just the the setup for the for the Mania match. Whatever they decide to do. Yeah. Matter of fact. Them, let them go at it. Let me look now. Um, Last cage match at WrestleMania. There has only been one cage match in WrestleMania history. Yep. And that was WrestleMania 2. So there's only one cage match. Was aside from Undertaker Triple H, was there any other Hell in the Cells at WrestleMania? Oh yeah, that was a Hell in the Cell. But yeah, I think that's that the only the, one. The end of an era, man. Uh let me see. Hell in the Cell matches. At WrestleMania. God damn it, give me the answer. I think it was just that one. No, I think Undertaker had another one. Didn't he fight Big Boss Man at, at like WrestleMania 13? Or That's disgusting. Because remember that he he hung him up on the cross at the um at the end of the match or something. Let me see every Hell in a Cell match ever. Let's see. Hold on. Maybe not 13. Maybe it was 14. 
Look, I don't know, but be honest, I wouldn't even want to watch Big Boss Man in a Hell in a Cell. It has something to do with the with the corporate ministry at the time. So, but uh, but yeah, I think either way, this is going to definitely set up Bobby Bobby and Brock to fight again at at Mania. I feel like the, the match they have at Chamber is not even going to really be a match. You really got me looking this shit up. Bro, you right. Yeah, I knew, I knew if anybody else would, were to have one back then, it would have to be Undertaker. Bro, that's nasty. Big boss man in the hell in the cell is disgusting. For for content purposes, I'm a, after this, I'm going to actually go back and rewatch it and see what really even happened. Vince McMahon really put Big Boss Man... In a hell in a cell. Ready? You do good though. One more time. You do good though. One more time. You do good though. One more time. You do good though. <laughs> big boss man in a fucking hell in a cell. RP the big boss man, by the way. But no. No. Amen. But yeah, so uh I think they don't need a hell in the cell though, Bobby and Brock. It just let them have a legit No, I want them to have a legit cage match though. Like a like, like a, a fight pit, I think like for them two will be match. will be ideal. Or just a we're just gonna beat the living shit out of each other match. Or in a, some type of unsanctioned match, maybe. Arguably that would make the most sense. Um but yeah. So I will see I like to see where that goes. Um and then we have Sammy versus Roman. <laughs> Roman's winning that match. Roman's going to kill Sammy in that match. Sammy's going to get his head kicked to kicked to the rafters in that match. So I I feel like they're going to build it up and up for it's going cuz remember Sammy Sammy's he's the the pop he's getting in that match is going to be that whole night is going to be unbelievable. Yes, it's going to be I'm unbelievable. Not taking I don't that think away. they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna do it where he gets completely washed. I think he's actually going to give Roman a pretty, a pretty no, good match. He is. Remember the last time, the last time they fought, he pretty much just speared him and ended. Like he's going, he's going to give. Yeah, he's going to give a legit match. Them, I'm fighting for my life type match. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's going to get his ass kicked, but when he has his moments. He's going to have his moments. But the point in all of this is, though, he's going to get his ass kicked. It is, it's going to end the night with Sammy getting his head super kicked to the heavens. And we wrap it up from there. I really wish JR, I really wish JR was going to be on commentary for this match because the shit he would be saying, the way he would be screaming when this shit goes down. Matter of fact. Oh no, wait, there you go. Does he have no conscience? Does he have no conscience? <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> son of a <laughs> <laughs> like, you have no heart. You have no soul. <laughs> That's the, that might be the best JR line ever. No, G, like, bro, you got to go back and look at the the, the 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 compilation of how much he hated Triple H in 99, bro. 
Bro, he said, not, ever since they had that interview where Triple H told him I am the damn game, he was, he was just on that. He was just on good dirt. Like, this is an example, per perfect selling of a heel, G. Like, he perfectly made that man hateable. You just hated him. So, it was just like, that's that's elite commentary right you there. Sworn, you could have sworn Triple H killed his dog in real life. Had to. Freaking spit in this barbecue sauce and said, "Yeah, that's what I think of it." <laughs> this don't taste like bourbon. <laughs> there you go. But anyway, but uh, we in agreement that Roman's winning this match. Uh, so <laughs> I think that's just simple as that. But yeah, but overall though, Elimination Chamber should be a pretty. Is look, this is a really fire card. Like this is a really good ass card. So um, yeah, overall, I'm, I'm looking forward to the whole. Thing. OC. Yep, most definitely. Uh, let's just transition over to AEW for a quick second. Um, oh, before we do that, I just wanted to give like my thoughts on on parts of uh NXT Vengeance Day. I'll go ahead. First shout out, first shout out to Wesley Lee. I'm, I'm so I'm I'm happy for him for real for real because last year we really thought he was trying to get released after you know the whole situation with his former tag uh tag partner. And they really found found a way to make him. He's like my new favorite underdog character, for real, for real. Because I honestly thought that maybe it, I thought the, the miracle run was over against Dijak. and they both had they had a pretty good match too. That was a, a really good match. For me. Um, but yeah, shout out to Wesley. He's he's really doing his thing and proving why he he was the. If they were to if. If he was his tag partner was still here and they had to choose between one of them, they were still going to choose Wesley. So shout out to him. Uh, Carmelo Hayes, man, he got that dog in him. He he had everything that you want in a superstar, let alone a black superstar. I I truly believe he has like he he has it for real, for real. And Shawn Michaels is making sure if he does not do anything else right on NXT. He's making sure that that Carmelo Hayes is looking like the next the next one. I'm I'm, I'm happy to see you know a, a black star on the rise because man that like our, our, he really has it bro like if, I know they're talking about you know pushing further pushing Montez which I, I I'm happy to see that coming too but if anybody's gonna step ahead. And get that get that shot first. It'd be Carmelo if you know if they were to go that route. But shout out to Carmelo Hayes. He, him and Apollo Cruz had a, a pretty decent match, and I think he got both of the pins in that match too. The two out of three falls match. Yeah, he, he swept them. So. Shout yep, out to he that. Swept and then, uh, yeah, we that Carmelo versus Braun Breaker at uh, at Stand and Deliver, Stand and Deliver Hollywood is gonna be fire. That's gonna be fire. Yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it. That was pretty much it for uh, my take on on Vengeance Day. Uh, they finally got the NXT um tag titles off the New Day, so they oh, they gonna yeah. be uh. And they don't have anything to do for Mania. Let them host Mania. That'd be fun. Yeah, I mean, they'll they'll figure something out for them. Like it's it's freaking New Day. You gotta figure something out for. Them. Um, but yeah, but let's go ahead and transition to that other company. Uh, so I just really just we're gonna briefly discuss this. 
first and foremost, I think people, maybe we jumped the gun on MJF. Maybe it could, like, maybe we did. I don't know. But you would think that there's a possibility that him and Daniel Bryan feuding would have me want to watch every week. But for me, I'm getting more excited on who Daniel Bryan's possibly wrestling as he goes through MJF's Mortal Kombat ladder. Um, yeah, opponents. it's a weird build-up. Like, this build-up is really ass. And it's just each... A lot of his MJF's promos just... They're not hitting the same. Like, it's getting edgy. They're not really that good. Like, I'm gonna be honest. They haven't hit since... The CM Punk feud. Yeah. If we're going to be all and I'm, way, I'm funky. It's like, like you said, it's more edgy than than captivating, like how they were before. It's like he's just, he's showing more and more of just how, how much, I don't know, maybe it's just, that's really just, that's him in real life for real. Maybe he really is just that big of an asshole. Maybe he really is that villain. But, it's it's weird. It's not it's it's not it's just not an exciting view, and it's it's crazy because you have a good heel heel uh heel face dynamic with these two. Mm-hmm. But it's like just, you said, we're more excited for whoever Daniel Bryan is going to face on on Dynamite or on Rampage, to, you know, every week. Then you know, building up to I don't even know what pay per view are they building up to. Revolution. Revolution. And I didn't realize Revolution is still another month away. Exactly. It's a whole nother month away. So when they they revolution is in March too? That's in March twelfth. Uh Mania isn't until April first. Opening night op, night one of Mania is April first, which is hilarious. Okay. Uh, but, but yeah, it's like this 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 is a very long deal. It's not like it's not like you had it you were you had the groundwork set up for this prior to this it's just that you you have to, you have to put daniel bryan in there because he's your biggest face right now mm-hmm. mjf is you know obviously the heel champion you got to do something with him but it's like i don't know it's just not resonating like it really should be and that sucks like i said it's a really good heel heel face dynamic you would think that 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 alone would would work yeah it's and the thing is that sucks is because Moxley's title reign was really freaking good. Really good. It's like that when they don't have the belt on him or even Jericho, when they don't have it on, on those two guys, it's like everything else is kind of mid. Yeah, like Punk wasn't a – well, Punk was barely healthy, so you can't even sit there and argue, say what the fuck his title reign was. But the point being is just – They don't know how to build their homegrown stars properly. That's, that's yeah, and it's just even with him, like, this is your first homegrown, I'm not counting Omega, and I'm not counting, well, Hangman somewhat counts, but, but his Hang, reign didn't, didn't Hangman's reign was ass. Kind of, it was ass. It was ass. It was ass. And MJF's starting to look ass. Um, so he like, hasn't done, aside from I don't even remember the, the shit he did with Ricky Starks. That's another homegrown star where it's like every time 
I feel bad only for Ricky Starks because that nigga is stuck feuding with Jericho and Jericho's lackeys right now. So that's just an unfortunate situation as a whole. But yeah, um, but overall though, it's just it's it's nasty business, G. Over uh, with with at least I'ma just once again, their title scene is butt. It's butt. It feels like they're honestly putting more into the mid card titles right now than they are with the world. Yeah, even then, all even then, of the title like, holders are butt. Let's be real. It's like Samoa Joe, he's another good he, to have. He's champion Samoa again. Why? Why? Because Darby Allen has to film a TV show? That's fucking stupid. All right. So you put the belt back you know, on Samoa Joe. To work double duty. So yeah, he, he, like bro, like stop. Tony Khan has to stop that shit. So Samoa Joe has to do more, do more work. And at this point, he's about to feud with freaking uh, Warlow again. And by the way, you fucked up with Warlow, huge. And then man, don't even remind me about that. It's like they just completely yep. just. Like that's why I don't they care don't about know that. They don't how TNT. to build their homegrown stars. Like you supposed to, you have you have established stars for that reason. That's what TNA did. TNA brought in established stars to help get get their their homegrown guys in a, to a better spotlight. Yeah, just saying it's not it's not hidden, bro. It's just not, and I don't I don't understand what they're not what they're not getting. Yeah, they just suck at building their talent. Simple as that. Like they, at least not even talent. It's just the title holders. It's like once a dude gets a belt, it's like, well, they got the belt. It's it's really lazy at this point. Like I don't care that Jamie Hater's the woman's champ. I don't care at this point. I'm I forget Jade. Jade just holds the Jade holds the TBS belt just just for vibes and it just looks nice. That's because they don't know who they can. They don't have nobody to even take it off. Yep, and then I can't cap the best title holder. Like is the acclaimed, and what they Orange Cassidy's doing with the Tri-Atlantic belt. Oh, and then also the trios the, belt uh, the scene is ass. Because now all of us, because they the trios belt. When you do, that's why it's, it's so. You got to be careful with, with something like that because whatever they're doing right now is just taking too long to end. When you have, you still got other stables that you don't even do nothing with. The Dark Order, I mean, not the Dark Order, the, uh, whatever they, the group is with Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy. I think, uh, I haven't, I just saw them on TV again. Like The House TV. of Black. Yeah. Yeah, like, gee, they, they just suck, bro. They, they just suck. They they suck at booking champions. That's what I just want to y'all talk can about. Y'all can call us, y'all can call us, you know, AEW haters hey, or whatever. call me every, every please, because I, I keep it real about whatever. That should be ass. Like, straight up. Booty. Because this is the thing. AEW has been watchable product-wise. As in, but how they book champions still is ass. And that's just me. But let's go ahead and wrap this shit up. I got to get ready to go to the Super Bowl party. 
But um, we appreciate you guys for listening. As always, make sure you follow us on Twitter at 3S from the ring. 3's from the ring. 3S from the ring. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Subscribe to YouTube Media. Make sure you let your peoples know you're rocking with YouTube Media. Uh, expect the new Black Otakus as well. And also expect uh, our thoughts on the NBA trade, trade deadline. LeBron breaking the record as well on the basketball portion of Three's from the Ring and all of that. If you are listening to us, stick around because I'm just going to dub the basketball portion on to the podcast version. But either way, make sure you rock with us. Stay tuned if you're listening. If you're watching, be on the lookout for the uh, next video. This is your boy Chris J. And peace. Peace. See y'all next next slide ring if you are listening to the audio of course thanks for uh, sticking around listening to the basketball portion but with that said tyler won't be with us during the basketball portion and it's just me and daytra like the good old days man so but we here trail savage here it's your boy chris j go ahead and introduce yourself to the masses people oh, man. i just got whipped so i'm fresh talking about hell like I was telling um, Dion, um, this uh, this beating I just got in Overwatch, feel like the new soap I've been using. I've been using that Dr. Bonner's. Right. Yes. Look, I didn't dilute it though, so um, I went in that straight soap. Whoa. Yeah, I feel like I just left out of the county jail, but smell good. I like the peppermint smell. Made me smell like Christmas for some reason. Um, but that's how I felt walking off that shower. That's how I felt after this game. But this basketball week was crazy. Uh, a lot of my goats are winning. Not even just in basketball. The the mulatto ketchup eating, Kermit the Frog sounding. Uh, who I thought was gonna lose because that nigga. <laughs> that I did nigga, too. That nigga, that quarterback for the Eagles is the truth. Okay, hey, Jalen hurts that dog, G. Jay Lurz got that dog at OG. Um, and um, it is what it is. I'm just, I'm just, it was a good Super Bowl. I wasn't really about to watch it. Then I was like, I'm going to watch it. Then I saw by the second half, this nigga ankle falling off. I'm like, dang. But I forgot. Kurt Angle sell the perks to Kansas City. So they, they, they took care of him. Um, his ankle wasn't falling off the bone like an oxtail. And he went crazy. And um, it was a beautiful, beautiful game. Uh, shout out to the dude saying the right thing. I did hold him. Uh, Which he did. Because <laughs> if it was me, I ain't hold that nigga, man. Fuck these rounds. Find me. Find me because I ain't hold it. When it went that route. But yeah, it was, a, it was a wonderful game. I thought that game was going to come down to like field goals. Which technically it did. But I mean like overtime field goals. Which I hate. I absolutely hate. But... Andy Reid, shout out to him, smart as heck. Um, and Jalen Hurts threw the worst Hail Mary I've ever seen. Hey, G, nah, G, at the end of the game, that meant he was throwing deep, he was throwing deep passes the whole game. And then the one the one that meant the most, I'm like, that don't look like it ain't going too far. And I was like, damn. Damn. But, uh, but yeah, shout out to the Super Bowl party I was at yesterday. My girl, her cousin, uh, 
like that that basement was fire g like i tried to put the uh the basement in the group chat for a bunch of people got got there that basement was fire my man's had two tvs so we could watch and then like the legit wrapped around wall couch and then his gaming setup was elite my nigga gaming setup was elite my nigga like i had to respect he had the ps5 the xbox x in a gaming PC all lined up with the Switch. I was like, my... And he had all the classic consoles in a container just ready to be hooked up. I was like, bro, what the fuck? Like, but overall, though, setup was leak, good party, and it was fun watching it with people who actually know football until the nigga starts talking about rap music. But... Yeah, but overall, it was a great Super Bowl, though. Really great Super Bowl, and regardless, black people won. Unless you, us, who love Rihanna. Abraham Lincoln's birthday, apparently. You said what? Abraham Lincoln's birthday, apparently. Oh, yeah. Uh, fuck Chris Berman for that, G. That was the most unnecessary comment I ever heard in my life. <laughs> he said, two black quarterbacks. What? I'm like... On Abraham Lincoln, I'm like, hey, Daytra, raise up your mic, G. I can't, uh, you, you come in and out. I don't feel like throwing this computer and throwing it back. Do me a favor. I got a mic inside that, that drawer on my TV. It should be wrapped up. It's black. I know you're blind, but it's black. Huh? Try the other one. I got it. Hold on. Let me just pause it as we try to get day trial together. Shout out to the Super Bowl. I ain't want to go to no party because I'm anti-social trail. But shout out to the Super Bowl. But yeah, it was it was a solid Super Bowl though, G. Like I have really no complaints about it. Uh, quality game. At the end of the day, it was a quality game, and it's just unfortunate that Rihanna used the halftime show to use it as a big um, celebration of her pregnancy. It's still fuck ASAP Rocky. It's still fuck ASAP Rocky though. Like I'm sorry, G. I'm sorry, G. And nothing you saying. Nope. Make sure in Zoom you set up your mic on Zoom to make sure uh it recognizes the microphone. Alright, sound like you got something going. Nah, I don't hear nothing. to back to business but anyway uh but yeah so oh by the way seth rollins popped up on raw with the uh the astro boy 
The he said, chips are Rocket Boy boots. Hey, Seth Rollins sat there and he got the boots for the free ski and said, hey, I got y'all, G. But yes, anyway. He got that shit off Alibaba. But shout out to him. Probably did. But let's go ahead and get into this uh, very classic NBA week. And we're going to start it off with the first things first. And that is giving LeBron his flowers of surpassing Kareem uh, with the point with the point all time point record. And I think he's what at 38, 388 or some crap like that. And he's 30, he's like 90. I think he's 90. Oh, well, either way, because he ain't tired, he had to surpass it. Yeah, he surpassed it, and then he only scored one other point the rest of the game, which was hilarious. Yeah, Kareem was 38, 88, or 87, and then he got clapped by the fucking OKC, but he still got that after that. He still got a point after the fadeaway, I guess. Yep, but apparently, Braun hurt so. Yeah, LeBron been playing with he been supposed to be they the weird thing is they've been saying ankle, <laughs> but they saying now it's like he been having a foot issue, which is I'm like, all right, the man been hooping with a bad foot while playing forty minutes. Uh, Darvin Ham is a war criminal, but uh, that's nothing new in regards to uh, coaches overplaying LeBron LeBron in minutes. So about to say not, like a lot of people saying, oh. Darvin Ham is doing the wrong thing. Like, you just do what every other coach did. Yep. Tyron Lue was worse. That nigga never got out the game with Tyron Lue, bro. Nigga never got out Ty the game. Ty Lue would literally tell Brian, look, if you want to rest, uh, just give the ball to somebody else. That was it. Brian would be half court resting. So, like, on defense sometimes. So That was his break. He said, you can rest on defense. Just come playoff time, cut that shit out. <laughs> Especially the year, especially the year, his last year in Cleveland when Kyrie was gone, LeBron did not give a yep. fuck. <laughs> he didn't give a fuck, so it was just okay. But uh, either way, it was the, the just watching LeBron just outright say, "I'm gonna try to wrap this up before the third quarter," because the league <laughs> said, "Hey, if you get this record in the fourth quarter and it's a close game, we ain't we ain't stopping shit." And that man literally said, okay, say less. End of the third quarter, had his moment, and then the quarter ended, which was hilarious. They could just wait till the quarter ended to just let everything go through, but they was like, fuck it. But either way, it was really great to see LeBron have this moment. It was, uh, of course, must-see must TV. Uh, even going into the game, you could tell LeBron was, I'm going to just go ahead and get this record so I can sit out for the next couple of games because uh, fuck this. And overall, it was just fun to see. Uh, it is a shame the Lakers did lose that game, but that was Russ's final. <laughs> that was Russ's final. Hey, <laughs> hey, because <laughs> that, which we'll get to shortly. But uh, either way, it was fun to see LeBron have this moment. The record is going to be <laughs> ongoing and counting. Uh, because he's more than likely going to play at least one more full season, maybe, and still alleged until Bronny gets into the league. But who knows? But as of right now... I wonder what's Bronny's contingency plan and Bronny got to play all four years. That man might as well just sit there and retire, G. Ain't no point. Ain't no point. There's no point of being playing another four, five years just to wait for that nigga. 
just just literally just play it smart and just if it's if he ain't out in two years maybe three sit your just retire fuck it there's no point but uh but either way that record is not getting touched um like what lebron's about to lebron's still gonna average 20 for at least another two years and even if he plays another plays three to four he can easily still average between 15 and 20 so that record's not getting touched at all um unless victor one but when Bayana breaks the record in like two years to, and i'm not knock on wood but i can't wait to this nigga get turf toe and then we wonder if he ever gonna be able to play in basketball again bro hey g all i'm gonna say is the nba can afford uh can afford another hype player not uh staying healthy g zion is prop is supposed to be the next american who got next and that nigga hamstring is tearing up every single day for some odd reason so the nba can afford this they will inject that man with the quality uh deer antler spray injections every day just to ensure he he plays a smooth five seven years but but yeah so but shout out to lebron though uh the conversations that it led to was just still nasty uh i don't give a fuck if lebron i don't give a fuck if kobe uh won his last game because guess what that utah jazz team was ass and then also when it comes to jordan fuck jordan we already know I what myself, jordan. but keep talking yeah, but I don't really care what Jordan would have done and if that was his situation either because guess what? We know Jordan's a psychopath. But that's a whole different scenario. That's a whole different conversation that you guys need to stop having. Just Y'all could have just left this alone as LeBron getting the scoring title and moving the hell on, G. And moving on, and we could have went on to better, brighter, and greener conversations. But y'all, but it was the haters this time that made this more than it needed to be, and that's just the nasty part. But either way, I'm happy for Brian. This is gonna be like that's one record that he can have that that's legit his, like legit his. He may not win another ring, he might definitely not get another MVP, but that scoring title holds a lot of weight because that just shows he's he stuck it out long enough to uh earn it get it despite him not being known as one of the greatest scorers of all time he still he still did what was necessary to get there and if they just say this if Giannis became Giannis three four years sooner he will probably be the only person I trusted to get there but it is what it is LeBron got it LeBron is there and I feel like nobody's going to touch this record for a long ass time. I got to say this. Can we stop the lie of saying Braun is not an all-time scorer? He's not a scorer first person. The nigga averaged 27 and 7. For his career. Just because he got an all-around game <clears throat> doesn't mean he not a all, he's not an all-time scorer. See? No. He, he, this nigga 27 and 7 and 7 in your whole entire career. You just averaging 27 and something, you are a scorer. Like, it's not that many people averaging that high played this long. So, what, Jordan, the only one who got that ridiculous ass number of like, 30. what, 30? And we 30? don't count Wood Chamberlain, by the way. Like, <laughs> you can, but Wood Chamberlain is just, it was nobody else to guard him but Bill Russell. So, it's, it's just to 
keep a, you know, keep keep it a buck. And it's like we gotta, we have to really put respect on just Braun himself, his legacy. Like I know people hate Braun fans. Shit, I'm a Braun fan and I hate Braun fans. But me too. Anytime we bring up this dude and talk about how great he is, please don't say but this. But it, it ain't no but. He got the greatest record in basketball because you can't count Kareem's. I mean, you can't count Wilt's hundred game, and you can't really because that's never going to be done again. Because no coach is going to let their player score a hundred points, and no team is going to let a nigga get a hundred points before an elbow come in their fucking tooth. But and then nobody's touching um, eleven championship rings unless Luka Doctic, Wimbayana, and Jokic come on one team and just destroy the league. All of vet minimums. <laughs> But that's like <laughs> that. That's not happening at all. So, as just out of respect, um, like he got the greatest record of, in the league. Now, there's other unbeatable records that might get touched, like that 30 assist, assist game. I don't know how that's possible, but somebody might do it one day. Um, Westbrook was real. Well, I know Westbrook was close. Rondo had 25, but yeah. Um, That's gonna, that falls on your teammate. You need your teammates, everybody to be on point. Assist game because they say that stuff a fluke anyway. Like have his assist are flukes um, that the Utah Jazz just counted. And I don't know if you'll ever have somebody that just a dynamic of a pick and roll like that again. I'm just I'm just gonna keep pick and rolling this nigga. And we gonna win until we see ball head man from North Carolina. Um, but shout out Bron, like. He's the all-time leading scorer and then some. Everybody giving him his flowers. You got to do it, too. Don't start bringing up basketball reference of other players and who could have did if they played 40 years. But guess what? They didn't. Mike retired twice. All right? You start blaming him and his gambling problems. No, Don't blame anybody else but the person who retired twice. Um, the gambling issues and, the, and also I think People kind of have to be honest. After watching The Last Dance, Mike didn't want to play with Scrubs, G. <laughs> Mike didn't want to play with Scrubs. If we're going to keep it all of a buck, Mike did not want to play with Scrubs. When he heard that they were trying to rebuild, he was like, bye. <laughs> I give y'all two years. He a winner. Like, that's never going to be a disrespect to Mike. Like, of course. And... How it goes is like winners gotta win, and Mike decided to choose winning more than a bigger legacy because he just wouldn't have had a greater legacy. Well, he would have been six and two, still crazy, still three. Like it's kind of like how great that last Warriors championship was because they got counted out. Like, come on. Mike coming back to three feet again would have been just insane. So, um, but again, you know, I hate that we got into MJ talk. I hate other podcasts because all they do is bring up basketball reference and say who's better than who, and I don't like that. Oh, like I just like for us to say, hey, this is cool, this is great. Jokic's gonna be yeah. a three-time MVP. That's all I want to say in our on our podcast talk. So, and we're getting to that point where Jokic might honestly be it's touching him. Be honest, it really is. I'm, I'm sorry, Jason Tatum. For some reason, niggas don't like him. So. But it's between him and Giannis. Um, so, 
It is what it is. Uh, and people consider MVP shares a great thing in terms of, you know, your, yeah, people consider when you, when people really break it down to career, people look at MVP shares to see if What the fuck is MVP shares? So the votes that you get, it's kind of in, in basketball history, your, that's one of the things if you were top three in MVP, like one, two, or three. Gee, I didn't know people actually cared that much yeah. until. Bo- yeah. I I'm, no, I didn't. I, I thought you talked about like in terms of uh, votes. You said shares. I'm thinking that's a whole different thing. Well, but yeah, like, I, I, I might be saying it wrong, but like, yeah. like people, people count like when you're looking at somebody's resume. One of those things on there is like four times second in MVP race. Three time third, like third, <laughs> like that's on, like that's on Joel and B resume right now. That's so, up. and when you looking at like, especially when the whole talk of um the seventy fifth anniversary stuff, and people was bringing that into play, like, okay, you said Dwight Howard could be a hit because he never had an MVP at the league. This how many times he was second place? How many times Dame was second place? So like, how many times Carmelo was second place? Okay, so why is the white not there, but Melo and Dame in? So stuff like that. Still a crime to this day that the white didn't get yeah, in. Yeah, Dwight should college. be in there regardless. I don't know what nobody say. Dwight has every case to be in there. <laughs> that man is was the best center of the late 2010s, G. Yeah, he was the last great center, like real traditional center. So pretty much. So until and literally. Either way, shout out to Brian. Uh, next, let's go ahead and look at that the fact that since the last time we recorded this podcast and today that the NBA is an entirely different league. <laughs> uh, the balance of power has changed. And uh, if you was a gambling man and you had money on the Suns previously, you're looking pretty good right now. But... Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, and that's because one Kevin Durant is now on the Phoenix Suns, where he should have been this off season, by the way. But how did we get here? Is the question. So, in a chain of events, seven days for the trade deadline because we're recording this the day before Valentine's Day. Uh, Kyrie Irving said, "You know what? Fuck this. I want out." Breaking everybody like, yo, shit, this, okay, is he finally going to get traded? Everybody's saying Joe Desai ain't got the heart to do it. Then, come to find out, two days later, or was it two, three days later, Kyrie gets traded to the Dallas Mavericks for a package of Spencer Dinwiddie and a pack of Starbursts. Not, not, not Texas Barbecue. Not uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. and uh, Tim Hardaway Sr. Uh, Hall of Fame jacket. Nope. Spencer Dinwiddie and Dog Coin. Pretty much. And Dora Finley, Finney Smith is in there too. But uh, but pretty much they didn't get shit. So. Oh, yeah, they didn't get no picks. They didn't get no picks, did they? They got one first-round pick for 2029. What's crazy is, unless Joe Sy know that Luka is going to leave before 2029, to this day, I would still say, 
niggas are absolutely stupid to think that Lakers 2029 pick is not the holy grails of picks right now. Because Brown will be in the league, AD will probably be a freaking bull by then, and they will have no young player. Because they already, their 2027 pick is already gone. So all you had to do was get Kyrie over there, and they would have been in basketball purgatory to at least 2030. So I don't see, I understand, look, and we get to when you talk about the KD trade, of the reason one person went the way they wanted to go and the other person did not. But I wouldn't care because that Lakers 2029 pick is so coveted, bro. You could be a God team at that point and you'll get the first round draft pick, bro. You'll get the number one overall pick, bro. Because that's how good that just like, Just like when um, in the draft wasn't in the favor of Cleveland at that time. But that pick Cleveland got when um, Kyrie requested the trade from Boston that ended up being Colin Sexton. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was still a top four pick. Any other draft, let that would have been the Luka or Trey Young draft. Like, come on. Like, like that's that any other draft would have been fucking amazing. So, and that's no shade to Colin Sexton. It's just, you know. It's levels. It's levels. <laughs> it's levels. Um, but that was a top four pick. Same thing, um, you know, uh, I think Lakers had a top five pick. I don't know if they end up trading it. I remember Kuz, when Bron first got there, and Kuz was the representative of something like that. Oh, yeah. I think the that Lakers, was supposed like, to be like, it's, the Zion it's, it's, draft. The Zion yeah, draft. Yeah, the Zion draft, I think, yeah. And I think they end up still trading that over to. to they traded that over to uh, the Pelicans. And they That's got Zion they got. and someone else, right? Yep. I forgot but who's picking what. This thing, I forgot whose pick it was originally. Yeah. I forgot whose pick it was originally. So, but that but was a yeah. coveted pick. I think that was like, because it was the shit. Was that? It was a crappy team. And it was, but that I pick was I don't coveted. remember. Because during the trade talks, because during the trade talks, everybody was saying Boston got this package, but the Lakers got this coveted pick. Of you know, that would get you at least a top five. So I remember we have to look that up and like I said, yeah, I don't feel like doing the research on it, right? I'm feeling lazy. But if you are listening to this, put in the comments or tweet us at the same time at threes from the ring and let us know who what that what team picked that was originally. Um, but another thing, um, like now, Lakers 2023 pick is coveted because it's the win by like the win by drive. So if the lake is still being asked, that's a team, that nigga about to be a rocket. But if the lake is still being asked, <laughs> like that pick, the Pelicans got to swap. So either way it goes, they swap it with them. So that's why that's the real reason Lakers want to be like not in the play in and like the six seed and stuff like that. So that pick is garbage. Um, just it's like you. Josiah had to cover. He had, he had to think. Now, the haul he got back for KD was amazing. I, oh, yeah. We'll get to that shortly. First round picks. Um, uh, Miles. You get Michael, Michael Bridges, who will always, no matter what, if you're going to a super full blown rebuild and you get rid of Bridges in the summer, you get rid of Ben Simmons in the summer, you get rid of Cam Johnson in the summer. Money, you're looking at like at least 11 like, first round picks or something like that. Except for Ben Simmons, you're looking at. 
<laughs> You're looking at D'Angelo Russell or something like that, bringing the game back again. Characters, but looking at Karis LeVert. Um, you getting but, a quality Harrison Barnes, my nigga. Yeah, oh, God. Oh God. You get quality. You get a vet championship experience. Mike T. Steibull. There you go. You're looking at Mike T. Steibull. Hey, man. But, you get um, quality Voot. No, nah, I won't even trade Vukovic for that nigga. Fuck nope. out of here. Hell what nah. I'm looking like? Why? Kobe See, White. <laughs> he ain't Kobe White. <laughs> maybe. Um, but, you know, that, 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 that trade that. KD, you get back for KD. It was amazing. You could get up. Nobody had a better package than that. I don't care what nobody say. Boston Celtics, I would say the only thing Boston Celtics can say is their draft picks in Jalen Brown will probably be because Jalen Brown can help you contend. So if you get like Jalen Brown and and Minnie Al Horford, whatever dude name is. Um, Grant Williams. Grant Williams, maybe because you get role players. Yeah, you, you get because I doubt if they when they got rid of Marcus Smart, I doubt if they when they got rid of Tatum. Um, what were some of the other teams? Other teams wanted something crazy too. Uh, but the Suns are smart. They said they did that like at two o'clock in the morning. Like they called they, them up and said, "Let's get this done." And they asked KD for his blessing, and KD said, "Yeah." So that's why I wanted to get to that. They they worked with KD to find out where he wanted to go, and you know, always was the Suns. Good team, and I know KD look for teams that's very like basketball minded, which you can't not. People say, "Oh, he look for well established teams." He look for basketball team, like basketball mind, not like who a bus driver, who robbing, who that. Now you look for teams that's like, show sure, we just playing basketball. Devil Booker is that little bit of CP3. DeAndre Aiden is that. Now DeAndre, DeAndre looking like, oh, please, don't never sign and trade me ever again. Like, now he want to stay. That ring right there. So, um, in the buyout market for them is looking crazy. Because who don't want an easy trip to the finals? So, it's all really like Terrence. Terrence, Terrence Ross. Ross yeah, Terrence Ross is looking like it. Um, uh, somebody, going, somebody said they're going to the Mavericks, too. Somebody getting bought out recently going to the Mavericks. Yeah, I forgot who it was, but um And somebody else is who get bought out recently going to uh Oh the Clippers is gonna get uh no. No. The Nuggets is getting Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Reggie Jackson getting got I remember it was somebody's name connected to the we Mavericks. Have, I, I think it was Terrence Ross, but he ended up going to the Suns. He said, no, nah, I'm going to the Suns. Now, uh, let me look at the thing real quick. It's, it was one of the recent tweets. There's not that many buyouts that happened. Uh, yeah, I don't I, think I the Mavs got anybody yet from the buyout market. I told Chris, I mean, I told Tyler, I was like, this nigga Lamarcus Aldridge think he ain't. <laughs> there it goes, Aldridge. No, Aldridge, Aldridge going to um, try and – oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Then he got a Triple H heart. I don't know if he want to do it, bro. But um, um, let's see, go to State. Oh, that was all the Golden State stuff. Danny Green going to the Cavaliers. That's great pickup. You ain't even got to play him that much. Um, Yeah, the Mavs didn't touch nobody yet because I'm I'm on the athletic and I'm looking on their page specifically. They don't they didn't yeah, they don't got nothing yet. But but they, I'm pretty sure they're gonna be aggressive in the buyout market once things you know continue. Once thing more things the Lakers, the Lakers still need them. 
a wing. So no way. No, they, they need a backup big. Yeah, they. Yeah, well, yeah, they. That's really all they really need is a backup center. I don't think Darvin Ham know what a wing is. So well, but, they thing is, they actually have wings now. When you actually look yeah. at the roster, they. It's looking good. No, I, I say they look good, but back to one more thing about the the thing. I think Teddy was very as much as social media wanted to be. You know, I think KD was like, whatever happens, you know, just do me right. Like, if y'all re-sign Kyrie, I'm going to stay regardless. If y'all decide to trade Kyrie, you know, what's the point of me being here? Because we're not going to compete. So, I think, like, he always had a really good relationship with, like, Josiah. And whatever leak that came out saying, trade me or get rid of, Steven Nash and the GM, uh, whoever leaked that out, you know, it got leaked or whatnot. But in a sense of, like, I think he had a great relationship with the Brooklyn front office to say, like, you know, I just want to win basketball games and just put people around me to win. And unfortunately, everything tripled down because Harden didn't want to play with uncertainty. Cause, and I don't blame Harden because Harden gave up who Harden was for that. You know what I'm saying? Ball-dominant player, average you know, 25 and 28, 28 and freaking 28, eight and eight. Like, so Harden, like, look, I'm gonna play third fiddle. And like, I'm playing third fiddle to Kyrie. Is Kyrie actually better than me? So like, like he, and he played third fiddle legit when all three of them was on the court. Harden would be the one to facilitate the offense. So, and it was, look, that offense was everything people said it was cooked up to be during that time. They play. I remember that Cavaliers game. I think they still lost, but it was still like, holy crap. Like, that's a real offense. And even the games where it was just Kyrie and James Harden, you'd have like, when KD get hell, who's stopping it? It just didn't ever fall. Is it the worst, you know, super team to ever, you know, like, yeah, it was the biggest failure out of all the super teams that ever got put together. Yeah, people say, well, what about Dwight, Kobe, and Steve Nash? If you say a freaking dang near dinosaur Steve Nash with Dwight and Kobe was a super team, I don't know what to tell you. But Steve Nash didn't even have his move. Once Steve Nash started getting the, the the rich white boy cut, like come on, man. it was over. But um, in all honesty, like I shout out to KD and his opportunity. The West is crazy, but it's still wide open. I still got the Nuggets coming out the West. Still, I think one thing that beats super teams is continuity. And if your name not LeBron James. So that's the only thing. Like, a guaranteed super team W is if your name LeBron. Because he just go get the best out of everybody. Other than that, it's like, there's no guarantee. No other super team work other than, you know, you can't, you can't even call a Golden State a super team. That was just a watch season. <laughs> it was a watch season. But other than them, no other super team really worked. Like when everybody got the, the Clippers ain't work, both iterations of the Clippers ain't work from <laughs> the Lob City to the low management boys to like you know Brooklyn ain't work, whatever things they used to conjure up in the East didn't work. Westbrook and Melo and um, PG PG didn't work. Never, never, never works. So, and shoot, 
KD and them didn't work because they body just couldn't hold it no more towards the end of their run. Yep. So it is what it is. I just think like the West is open. Uh, I feel sorry for the Warriors because they, their team is dealing with like a lot of like nagging injuries, and their best player is body is is, is hurting him too. Um, but uh, it was a, it was a, probably the best trade deadline because it was quiet for like <laughs> for the whole week. Then boom, Kyrie gone. <laughs> then boom, KD. Then the Lakers like shoot, we lost Kyrie. Rob Pelinka actually had to do with his job and like got back a good haul for them. Or D'Angelo Russell, Vanderbilt, Mo Bamba, freaking Malik Beasley. Like that's just that right there, and getting and one getting Westbrook contract off the books. I know it was inspiring. I know it was inspiring. But at that moment, you had to get it done. Like I think, like the media pushed the Westbrook narrative more than the Lakers did, because you gotta think like, like Bron is stupid when it comes to saying on what's on his mind. So that one Michael Wilbon interview, anybody would have said that, like, you know, was you hurt? Because I don't think Brown was seen as Russell, superstar player, you know, all this stuff around him. Like, fans are seeing it more of, like, Russell's just another piece into getting him. Same thing with, like, getting AD. Like, Brandon Ingram was that nigga, but AD going to win us a tip, so go get AD. Like, and I think he looked at the same way of getting, like, Kyrie, but it is what it is. I, I would never, I would never knock Bron from never. Bron never duck a question, so even if he answered politically, he don't duck a question. So shout out to him for that. But, but, uh, I think especially like the, I, I, I don't know if that dude Dave McTinn, whatever his name is, he probably about to lose his job, bro. Like, oh yeah, that the, yeah that that, that Russ is a vampire wild. thing. That that's wild. That was a whole look. I don't even think LeBron would even say some shit like that. Nobody on their team sound like they would say some shit like that at like, all. He was a cancer in the locker room? Like, that sounded like a trainer leak or something like that. Like, what? And yeah. he reported it. Like, it and was, nobody in the, in the league disrespect Russ. All they say is he's a professional. And that's what Russ was a professional. His hometown hated him. His hometown hated him. Like, come on. This is about to go to Chicago. He's about to be hated here. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be hated here. What? Look, G, if, Nick, if niggas if are able to accept him, 10 turnovers a game, and when that nigga looks off DeMar and Zach for a game one and bricks that layup, three I games in a row, they hate Gee, they're gonna hate that man unless he do shit for the uh for the community like Rondo did. Rondo was doing a lot of shit for the community. But they're gonna hate that nigga, G. <laughs> I'm telling it now. Like that mood change is gonna be sick. I'ma laugh. I'm a tragic. Go to he, and I understand why he don't want to go to the Clippers. That nigga just fed up of LA. Go to another uh go to the team across the uh the hallway just to get uh yelled at even more. Yeah, I'm good. Fuck that. But uh but yeah, so but before even the KD trade even happened, Russ did end up getting traded for D'Lo, uh, D'Lo, Vanderbilt, uh, 
Jared Vanderbilt. I had to remember whether it was Gerard or Jared. It was one of the two. Jared, Gerard Vanderbilt, uh, Malik Beasley, and those three niggas. And in the process. They lost their pick. They lost to 2027. Yeah, they lost to 2027. And based on what I read, I'm going to give Rob Palinka's flowers for this. It is protected as well. Where even if I think it's protected in a sense where they can still keep the pick despite the protections they put on it. So, shout out to Rob Palinka for that. Uh, either way, you got a good haul back. The Timberwolves ended up getting uh, Mike Conley and some other fool. Huh? I think that's it. This is Mike Conley. I right? think they just got Mike Conley and a pick. And yeah, the Jazz got Russ and a pick. So shout out to that trade going on. Uh but Lakers finally got some pieces. And then that's when KD said quietly said, I'm out. Then all hell broke loose from there. Cause at that point every team in the league said, Yo, uh, we gotta do something. Immediately, <laughs> so that led to a, a huge outrage of trades. Uh, let me pull back up the athletic because they had the list of all the trades anyway. Um, where the fuck is it? Uh, dude, dude. oh, yeah, the Lakers did also pick up um, Mo Bamba, Mo Bamba after trading Pat Bev, who literally said beforehand. Oh shit! I'm back with my boy. No nah, boy, you ain't back with your boy. Uh, so he's over there. But Mo Bamba to the Lakers is another good pickup. Uh, the Bucks got Jay Crowder for five second round picks, <laughs> which makes no sense to me. But uh, that's a good pickup for the Bucks. Like they needed another wing. Uh, so overall, that was a solid pickup. Who was in here? Hold on. Uh, the Pacers. Some, oh, yeah. the Serge Ibaka and George Hill was sent to the Pacers for some odd reason. George Hill gets traded every offseason. That's nothing new. Uh, the Grizzlies and the Clippers made a trade with the Rockets where Eric Gordon is a Clipper. Uh, Luke Kennard got sent to the Rockets. And unfortunately. Luke Kennard went to the Grizzlies. Yeah, that's why I said Luke Kennard went to the Grizzlies. You said Rockets. My fault. Uh, but, yeah. And then, unfortunately, John Wall was sent back to the Rockets just to get another buyout from the Rockets. In the process of this, led to a very expensive... That man's getting paid by the... He has two checks coming from the Rockets for now on G, and it's hilarious. But uh, John Wall is waiting to see where he will land next. I have yet to hear anything... In regards to updates on John Wall and the buyout market, but I do like Eric Gordon for the Clippers, though, that gives them a shooter. But they still need a fucking point guard on that team. Uh, what else we got here? Josh Hart to the Knicks. Uh, Good. where? Great pickup. Yeah, that's a fantastic pickup. Yeah, honestly, if I knew Josh Hart was available, more teams probably would have tried to get him. Like he's, he, for one, he's a very much of a tips ass player. He does everything you need him to do. He'll make an open three. 
Plays smart basketball. Rebounds. Great defender. Need him play make. He'll do that. He's the perfect utility guy. Especially for a team like the Knicks. Like that's a really great pickup for them. Uh, and Cam Reddish to the Blazers is like. Maybe it'll work there. It won't. I don't know what to do with Cam Reddish. Um, and then the next really big major trade. And this is mainly because of the end result. <laughs> because while we're on the topic of the Blazers. They're not seeing heaven for this. But. Gary uh, paid in June. Gary paid in the second is going back to the Warriors as James Wiseman goes to Detroit. Sadiq Bay of the Pistons goes to the Hawks. And I feel like somebody's missing here. Somebody went to the Blazers. Somebody's going to the Blazers, though. Uh, either way, this Everybody very criminal. This huh? Matisse, right? Who? It's my T. Stiebel, right? Mm, I, I think that was in a separate trade. Oh, the Blazers got Kevin Knox. There we go. So. <laughs> I would never forgive myself. But uh, I just, I'm never playing. I'm never playing freaking fantasy basketball ever again. I thought Kevin Knox was at least going to give me 15 points a game or something like that, bro. This nigga garbage. I should have known on draft night when that dude came out like at a fortnight. Man. Gee, I Kevin just don't Knox. like Kevin Knox. No, Kevin no, he's what... as a person. Hey. But I don't like him. <laughs> no, he's no, he you as a person. God hey. be with you, brother. But you're garbage. <laughs> I don't even like calling people garbage. God. With that all being said, <laughs> Kevin Knox is a blazer with Cam Reddish. And I think the Blazers in the process of this trade got five second round picks as well. Five second round picks was the story of the trade deadline as well. Uh, with all that being said, <laughs> reason why this trade, because this trade don't really sound like a big needle mover until you realize the Warriors did they physical for uh, Gary Payton to second, who is already coming off an injury that I think he had during the offseason or before or in the finals. One of the two. I don't remember. And he didn't start the season until probably like three weeks ago. So he gets traded back to the Warriors. The Warriors do their due diligence. You're supposed to do a physical. And they're like, this nigga chest ain't right. And they and so everybody's like, yo, what the fuck? Come to find out that the Blazers medical staff put, was injecting that nigga with that shit <laughs> that that Patrick Mahomes was getting, <laughs> and told that nigga go out there and play. That nigga was one heart pick away from probably having a heart attack or something because it's chest related. I don't remember the exact thing, but ain't they involved in my chest? And you telling me to, and GP2 being a a very aggressive Oakland nigga like his father, he's going to fight through screens, he's going to play hard, he's going to play physical. You told that nigga, go play basketball. The Blazers are not seeing heaven. 
I don't care. They're not seeing heaven for that shit. That is nasty. And you traded them without saying a word. That's even more nasty, G. But the trade was completed after the Warriors said, you know what? It is what it is. Plus, it would have been wrong to bring Wiseman back to that situation. It would have been wrong. Very wrong. And I'll let you talk about how bad it would have been for Wiseman uh, <laughs> real quick if he had to go back. What did you say? I said, I'll, I'll let you talk about why it would have been wrong for Wiseman to go back. That nigga, that nigga Steve Kerr don't like him. Like, bro, hey, hey, like, bro, they didn't, that nigga sent, that nigga Steve Kirk sent him to the G League for no reason. <laughs> just At all. Like, they knew I wanted to pick, I, I mean, a fit. At this point, having LaMelo Ball could have been better, but um, the Warriors got a lot of, like, thinking to do. One, that contract off your books, so you don't you have to pay that man, like, pick. the next Huh? It was a first round pick contract, so Yeah. You don't have to pay that man in the next couple years, but there's no way that you're gonna pay Draymond as well. So I don't know what they're gonna do. But I think Draymond get paid this summer too. So um I think Draymond already knows the writing is on the wall. Everything I hear him say is like I'm probably out of here, G. What? <laughs> Losing Draymond, you lost your team. Other than, you know, the fact that he already jawed your third best player. So, you already chin-checked that nigga. But, um, losing Draymond, you kind of lost your team. So, there's going to be a lot for the Warriors to think about. Steph Curry ain't getting no younger. I don't know how the hell Clay's still playing like Clay, but he's still playing like Clay. He has his moments. Other, every other game. Yeah. Jordan Poole ain't the future, and quit saying that. And, um... You know, Andrew Wiggins got a check, so he don't care no more. So you he gotta, got a check, gotta, and he was, and he got a ring. He satisfied. And ring, my G. So um, I don't know what the Warriors do. Uh, just keep, just keep fighting. I know it's a, I don't think they have the front office and the coaching staff see eye to eye. I don't even know if they lose. They um, they general manager is it the general manager? He's the I think the. VP of basketball operations. I think Bob Myers is, I think yeah. he's either the GM or the VP of basketball operations. I'm not sure. One of the two. But you might lose him, so. Yep, because yeah, he wants money. Think about I'm not rooting against the Warriors, so please, Warrior fans, leave me alone. I but, am. <laughs> but um, they have a lot to think about. Um, but let's talk about the two teams who didn't make a move. The Chicago so fucking Bulls and the Miami Heat. For one, I'm gonna spend more time on the Bulls. The Wait, Heat is just it, more common. Was it the Heat or was it the? It was the Heat and the Bulls. The Heat, well, the Heat traded Dwayne Deadman, but that don't count. But I think it was no. I think it was the Raptors, right? Yeah, but the Raptors. I'm not really mad. They were they were trying to sell. You know, they, they were, they were trying, trying to sell. Trying to no be and Fred VanVleet. Yeah. I'll be mad as heck if I couldn't get rid of that. Fred yeah. VanVleet contracts suck. Like, how would he be mad? And he wants, I, and I think he wants 130 mil. He ain't getting it. Yeah, so. You about to bring a ring to somebody else's city like Corey Joe. So, like, it's, 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 it's look, I, what, I don't know what Masari Ijuri was thinking, smoking, talking about, I need three, four first round picks for Adanobi. What? Tell me, tell me what. 
Tell me one thing OG did this season. I don't watch the Raptors. He cool. Like, he a good 3 and D guy, but just like every 3 and D guy, they get overrated to a point till they go, they get a check. And then they go elsewhere, and they not the same. So, I'm not buying that hype. He could stay over there at the 6 and just keep partying with Drake. Same for Van Fleet. Stay in the 6, party with Drake, G. It's crazy, man. It's real crazy. That's all but, I got. Yeah. Overall, I'm not tripping on the Raptors because the funny thing is they're going to stay oddly competitive. Like, they'll be a problem for any team. Uh, now, the Heat, on the other hand, I've been saying that they needed to make a move. And the fact that you could have gotten. <laughs> they could have got. Uh, who was it? Was it Eric Gordon? I know they were trying to get rid of Thickums. Yeah, Lowry. it was Kyle Lowry for somebody. Oh, was it the Clippers? Was I it believe. That, was trying to trade with the Clippers? Was it the Clippers? And they made a move. No, was, I think they were trying to get Eric Gordon, but then he ended up going to elsewhere. Either way, they were tr- supposed to make a trade for Kyle Lowry, but Pat Riley was asleep. And, and, the, and the higher ups was like, gee, we can't make this move unless you approve it. That nigga was catching some quality snoozes and ignored their phone calls, G. If I'm the front, if I'm the GM, I'm like, you know what, G, this is going to better the team. If Pat, if Pat sends the goons after me, it is what it is. But, uh. Nah, yeah, yeah the Heat report he had a deal in place with the Clippers that would have nearly been finalized through the belief that Pat Riley's staunch history and professionalism, according to several sources, he was resting as the Heat's front office was trying to approve the deal. Yeah, G. That's fucked up. Well, he make it twenty eight point three million this season and make it twenty nine bef- next season, bro. What? Kyle Lowry has one of the worst contracts in the league, G. One of the worst contracts in the league. And that nigga in Miami just getting fat. Like that nigga is built like me. And I think we're the same height. Me and Kyle Lowry has to be almost the same height. Like I think he's like six foot one or six foot two. We're built almost the same. So based on that logic, I could literally play point guard for the uh, the Heat right now if I wanted to. Probably won't get halfway up up and down the court, but neither can Kyle Lowry at this moment. Point being, the Heat really tweaked on that, and it's just the story in itself that's unfortunate. But you still got Jimmy and, and Bam, Bon Voyage, and y'all still got uh, Tyler Hero. Y'all, y'all white boy savior who's really quiet this year, by the way. Have fun with that team. Uh, now, the Bulls, on the other hand, uh, fuck, that, uh, fuck that Serbian nigga and fuck that other nigga, G, at this point, G. Wait, y'all, don't, y'all don't mess with, with AK? Y'all don't mess with AK? Hey, G. AK, AK lost me. Look, man. Look, G. You get a, it's just, say, hey, the only person who's going to probably get a three-year rule out of me in Chicago sports is Ryan Pose because he's a black man. But with that being said, with that all being said and all of this, 
it's easier for me to hate the Bulls. I mean, it's easier for me to hate the Bears because I say it almost every fucking week. So I expect minimal out of them. Bulls, on the other hand, this shit kind of uh, pathetic because even if they did make a trade, I don't know what trade makes them moves the needle for this team. It was still the fact you you didn't do nothing. Kobe White is still on this team. Kobe White is still on this team for some odd reason. And shout out to C Mag G. <laughs> no, I think Little Nasty probably going on. But either way. Like my uncle running across this crib or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, who are you? Your medicine. Your medicine? Your heartburn, nigga. Ty. The fuck you got heartburn, nigga? Bro, they ain't good. Nigga turned 30 and got heartburn, and he's scaring me. I don't think it's heartburn. I think it's really just like an acid reflex. Anyway, he too old to get heartburn. It scares me. I'm turning 30 in four days. I really think it's just acid reflex. I hope so too, because look, it's scaring me. Nigga, lock the other door too. No, don't lock it. Alright, whatever. Anyway. Nigga, see how open my house is, bro. Nigga, like, like, y'all, y'all back doorable. <laughs> through the front um, though but yeah, yeah what, uh, but back to the Bulls the though I don't know what they could have done <laughs> done you go for you could have took you could have took old Westbrook contract though you would have trade that first round pick out do you make the trade Westbrook the 2029 pick and the 21 pick Westbrook, the 2029 pick and the 27 pick. And you just give me Zach Levine. You got rid of that man's contract. You trade DeMar DeRozan in the summer. Vucevic in the summer. And you go full rebuild mode. Would you take it? Nick, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm just think processing it. Like, that's a, oh. gee, that's a lot of change. But at the same time, that's going to, like, honestly, because you have to rebuild some type of draft They just capital. lost to the Magic. Yeah, that's why I said. You got to rebuild your draft. Yeah, they lost to the Magic. I told you they were going to lose to the Magic. They and only had. Who, and guess who got their pick this year? The Magic. Which is hilarious. That they Like, this is the sad part. They have, if they decide, if they were going to tank, they, their best bet to tank would have been this would have been you at the deadline. Rubio Carter Jr. for this man. He playing better. That's on, and that's the unfortunate part. <laughs> that's really the unfortunate part. Even though I think Wendell Carter is overachieving, but point being in that, still fucked up. Shit, you don't even gotta go with Zach. You keep Zach. Zach Younger. You get the twenty twenty seven pick and Demar Derozan. You probably have to add Vooch in there for contract reasons. You said, yeah, you put you put Westbrook in there, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'll be entertaining. <laughs> we ain't making a difference. You might not see Lonzo. You might not see Lonzo again, man. Yeah, I'm not even. Gee, Lonzo's a whole different thing. Gee, that's a whole different you case. With yourself. That's a whole different case. And honestly, I think that goes back to the Bulls' medical staff. Uh, they've been playing with they them and knees are not a good combination. You gotta think about it, G. Derrick Rose knees fucking up all, all 
throughout his whole career. Lonzo's knee on fire. Zach knee. Zach had issues with his knee last season. wasn't It hasn't been good until just two weeks. Two weeks ago. So, so it's that's more a whole different story. Lonzo needs to go to fucking Russia and get that Kobe pack. Um, that he. That that saved his career. That little nobody really want to talk about. Either way, the Bulls do need. Uh, I don't know. The Bulls do need to rebuild. And I'm gonna be honest. If they were smart, they would have just traded everybody during the deadline. That way, you would have guaranteed. You would have guaranteed that you was gonna probably lose pro- lose out the rest of the season, and probably win two three games. Guaranteed. Yeah, they- you you should be a seller. You should have been a seller when she found out Victor Wimbenyana was in this draft. Yep. Cause they would have look. Cause this is the issue right now with Vic. He needs to be in a big market. It, who? Well, who? He needs to be in a big market. You you can't just leave that nigga in Houston. Houston, G. It's it's sad in Houston, G. It is sad. Dude, that nigga going market for him. I think it was a big enough market for Harden. Yeah, but Harden helped make it a big enough market. Like yeah, it's huge. Houston is Houston, but it's like it's they own it still cheap as shit. That nigga gonna sit there and look like, hold on, I got four good yeah, players on this team. Fertitas? Who? The Fertitas. One of the Fertitas brothers. Yeah. The yeah, them niggas cheap as hell. He, yeah, he fucks up the UFC. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think they own by um something else now. Nah, them niggas definitely don't pay them, so uh I lost my phone that fast. Yeah, damn. Well, oh, I'll call your phone it was in my you... shoe. Oh, okay. But um Yeah, I don't know, bro. Bulls stupid. Yeah, the Bulls is in is in what we call basketball purgatory, which is the worst place you could ever want to be in uh in this sport. You don't want to be in the middle of the pack. You really don't. It's good enough to sell tickets because you you're the Chicago Bulls, but fan base wise, you really don't want to be in the middle of the pack. Really don't. Look at the White Sox; they're in the middle of the pack. Either you want to be bad to get some future, or you want to be good or in in contending. And the Bulls are neither. You're mid, big pack mid at that. Either way, they need like. Demar and Vooch got to be traded this offseason. You have to make changes. And I don't see Russ being their buyout option and saving his team because all he's going to do is probably get you in the play-in. And I don't think – hold on. Matter of fact, let's look at the East play-in situation right now in itself. So if the play-in was to be today – it will be the Hawks, Wizards, Raptors, Bulls. Hold on, one, two. Wait. You lose to all of them. Wait, hold on. No. Seven, eight seed is the Knicks and the Hawks. The Wizards. Oh, wait. Bulls wouldn't be in it. Fuck them. Um, so, <laughs> so, even worse position. You're not even in there. It was today. But let's just say you swip them out for the Raptors. You're not beating the Knicks. I don't see this team beating the Knicks at all. I don't even see them beating the Hawks. They could. They might beat the Hawks. They could beat the Hawks, honestly. I don't see them beating the Wizards. Huh? 
don't think he had enough offensive firepower for that. Like, even like you gotta rely on DeMar DeRozan in the playoff game. It's not like LeBron on the court. Still, DeMar DeRozan in the playoff game. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Did they get out the play here last year? Oh no, they got they got Greek freak last year. Yeah, Greek freak. They ran the Greek freak and Chris Middleton. They they won the game because Chris Middleton leg got inflamed. But niggas was more mad at Grayson Allen. And I'm like, bro, y'all niggas niggas hate Gra- like G. Y'all mad at Grayson fucking Allen, but G. Y'all should be mad at the fact Giannis was putting his foot up y'all ass. Fuck up out of here, G. Like, but either way, I don't see them beating none of these playing teams. None of them. Not one. So, like, and I'm giving them the Hawks because the Hawks' offense is so bad, but if Trey has an off night, which Trey's a good playoff player at the end of the day, ain't, like, you're fucked. You're really fucked. Um, but, yeah, the Bulls are just in a whole effed up situation. I don't really, like, the Ross construction makes no sense. You're better off trying to rebuild around Zach on the offseason. You're stuck with that $200 million contract. Fake refigured it out, G. Refigured it out. You already gave Billy Donovan his money, so you're fucked. Yeah. Like Figure it out. Or... Blow it out. They shouldn't blow it up. Yeah, but now at this point, if you blow up this offseason, you you're better off just keeping Zach. You need some. You got to keep a young piece. You have to, bro. You have to. You Zach, have to. Zach, like, what about to be thirty? Zach not even near thirty. I think he's like about to be twenty seven or twenty eight. I don't know about keeping him. What's the point? All I'm saying is though. He ain't gonna want to be there. I really, really, I think it's more because Demar's there. I don't think you want to be in Chicago anyway. Probably I don't think don't. want to be in LA. Well, at this point, unless the uh, damn, you know how crazy that signing trade about to be just to get D'Lo and a couple other niggas over there. That's gonna be hilarious. But um, man, but then again, that's the Rich Paul pack. Oh, uh, we'll let that's on Rich Paul to figure out. But even, but still, I'm sure they the perfect situation is. If you have to blow it up, you have to keep somebody. You ain't keeping DeMar. You can't keep Vooch at this point because I think Vooch contract is up this offseason. He's going to want to get paid. So you better off trying to sign and trade him for something. DeMar, just, you flipping him. Like, DeMar upped his value. Somebody's going to take money to get him. Where? I don't fucking know. He might be on the heat. Look, one of them niggas going to L.A. Just pick one. <laughs> If DeMar end up in L.A., that's going to be hilarious. But, uh... They want to be there. DeMar might end up Over in Miami. from L.A. DeMar might end up in Miami. Yeah, Jimmy <laughs> Butler probably won't be in Miami. <laughs> Jimmy Butler fooled them niggas. <laughs> got a check and made some coffee. Hey, bro. And smash Rachel Nichols. Let's see. They had a game tonight. Let's see what happened. Didn't they, gee, yeah, a, a nigga at the job the other day lost a parley because he thought Jimmy was about to get a dub. I was like, gee, Jimmy don't ain't getting you a dub, bro. I'm sorry. He was mad as hell. What, Jimmy getting a how much? He thought Jimmy was going to give him like 22. I'm like, Jimmy ain't getting you 22. Jimmy 
have 24, 10, and 9 in this game, which is not too bad. No, I'm talking about this was like the other day. Like one of my uh, drivers was like, yeah, I need Jimmy to give me like 24. It's like, and I looked at the game, I'm like, you know, Jimmy has six points right now. It's the fourth quarter. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, gee, you don't trust Jimmy. That Bruce Brown gets 16 points. Sheesh. Yeah, Joker got Joker game, so and they lost. Well, yeah, of course. What you gonna do about Jokic? Max Struss had twenty, had a uh, fucking twenty three points. Come on, man. Oh, hey, yo, Tyler, look, bro. Hey, look, man. That's elite right there, my nigga. That's elite. That's elite. Montez yeah. Ford, count your days. <laughs> count your days, man. Count your days. Either way, I, like, but I can see DeMar going to, like, you could trade DeMar over there. I don't know what you're going to get. You're going to get some quality Duncan Robinson, Max Struss, and yeah, Max Struss and Duncan Robinson. Have fun with that, G. But Bulls are fucked. That's all I can really say. They are fucked. And they better make the play in because, gee, they are losing this pick regardless at this point. But at least make it worthwhile. Make it worthwhile. But uh, let's go ahead and wrap this shit up. But we appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, as always, uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at 3s from the ring, 3s from the ring. Uh, if you watch us on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, and comment. Uh, if you are listening to us, as always, whether it's Apple Pod, SoundCloud, Google, Spotify, make sure you hit that. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button, whichever one it is. We appreciate all the support. Next time, next episode, and they're gonna be a big thirty ball. So, uh, blessings to that man. I know. Yeah, I fucking know, dude. Hey, bro. I'm doing like this because we all getting old, nigga. Be happy you made it to thirty. A lot of niggas don't see that. I really don't. Look, G, I was just at a uh, 21-year-old's uh, birthday party, G. That shit turned to an OTF bash. Shout out to that. It was pretty. Got lit. But, um, but yeah, point being, I'm blessed to see 30, G. Especially growing up in this city, G. I'm, I'm really blessed, G. So, but let's go ahead and wrap. But we're going to wrap this up. We appreciate all the support, all them things, and peace. Peace out.